a episode 169. Yeah, I wonder if they call it the same thing in other languages. We we made a podcast, episode 169. You dig? We made a at we made a podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You heard that? You heard that, y'all? Did you guys hear that? We are finally back. Now it's at a little bit at the end of yet last last episode, but we are now back. Oh my god, I almost knocked this water all on my laptop. Um, we're back, fully loaded, powerful eight followers. Um, and I was actually noticing today, like anytime Bam does his usual, where he's just going through threads and commenting on soccer. Now we look like a super bot account because we have eight followers, and now we're getting replies to think we're some troll account. So it's great. Love it. Yeah. Totally down. I'm actually happy because. I get kind of bored, and I, my my amusement used to be going on the We Made It Twitter and just seeing what Ben was talking to people about. It'd be the best thing ever. It'd be the most <laughs> random thread in the whole world. Ben like calling Messi a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'll definitely I'll get back on that. Uh, I'll get back. I'll get back on that grind. The Juve war started, so. <laughs> Yo, d- damn, that's gone now, probably. <laughs> Best in history. I wish you screenshot that whole thread where we got assassinated by Messi, Ronaldo fans, even though we're like the biggest Ronaldo podcast of all time. <laughs> they, they, they were Juve fans, actually. Juve, yeah. Um, you know what, actually? We can still find it. Like, it's still it's still on Twitter. Hmm. But that was great times. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> getting murdered on Twitter. But just know that uh, we made a podcast.com at we made a podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We are the best football podcast in the world. There's nobody who does better analysis. There's nobody who talks about the sport like we do. I went and tried to watch ESPN FC flip about some stuff. It was boring. It was lame. I don't think that a lot of people in the sports media world understand that just because somebody used to play the sport professionally means they know what they're talking about. Most of the time, they don't know what they're talking about, and they're protective relationships, and, you know, they don't want to talk about their friends. Yeah, and, and I feel like a lot of them are, are like Weston McKinney's. They don't watch. They don't care. They don't learn. So why would they become a good commentator? Just because they were good at the position they played? No. That's just muscle memory probably for them. They probably just played the game through muscle memory. It doesn't mean there's a difference between playing the game and becoming a student of the game. A student of the game – is a totally different lifestyle. That means you're obsessed with everything, not just it's paying a check, I'm good at what I do, I'm gifted. It's totally different than being a student. There's 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 a, a coach who won a treble at Inter, who won Champions League with Porto, won, won the all with Real Madrid and stuff. His name is Jose Mourinho. He never played. So mm-hmm. also Bill Belichick never played. Um but anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. Also, Pete Carroll. <laughs> Did he not play? No, no. If he played, it was in the 40s. <laughs> Too stupid. <yeah. laughs> um, definitely going to talk about the messy news, even though it's kind of old now, I guess. But he's staying at Barca. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about players and the COVID-19 protocol slash contractions. Um, definitely going to get into some transfers and some ooh rumors. And, and and as we are based in the United States of America, in California, which is on fire, pray for the state. Uh, we're going to talk about. I'm sorry. 
super orange skies lately. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about NBA playoffs and an NFL preview as the NFL does start. If you're listening on Thursday, September 10th, and starting today, we are recording Wednesday, September 9th. Um, so, yeah, for us, NFL is starting tomorrow. Mm. But anyway, <clears throat> big C's, as we predicted for the most part, not, not necessarily predicted, but like we figured would be the case. Your boy, Lionel Messi, is staying at Barcelona after his fake-ass uh, wanting to leave shenanigans. Now, I want to read some of the quotes from his exclusive interview that he did in Sandals Without Socks uh, for Gold.com. I have words to say about that because this is a family-friendly podcast. Well, I know you're going to go in, but I want to read just a few of his quotes. Yeah, go ahead, please. Um, that the uh, 33-year-old Argentine had to say. Just a few of them. He said, I will continue at Barca, and my attitude will not change no matter how much I want it, how, no matter how much I have wanted to go. I will do my best. I always want to win. I'm competitive, and I don't want to lose anything. I always want the best for the club, for the dressing room, and for myself. Um... He went on to say, I said it at the time that we were not given the support to win the Champions League. No idea what that means. Actually, now I don't know what will happen. There's a new coach and new ideas. Um, he said, that's good, but then we have to see how the team responds and whether or not it will give us, uh, give us the chance to compete at the top level. What I can say is that I'm staying and I'm going to give my best for Barcelona. Um, okay, let's let's start there. I'm gonna read some other quotes, like the stuff that was like actually making me actually annoyed. After whoa, Caesar just left. he's back. Um, yeah, well, well, let, let, go ahead and get into what because you're probably fuming. No, I want you uh, to let's do this. Let's do this right. I want you to okay, go ahead. Okay, let me. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and the rest of these quotes. So yeah, yeah. I guess he was asked uh, if he like felt alone. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go back and listen to the interview. I didn't really care that much, but he said, I didn't feel alone. There are those who have always been by my side. That's enough for me and, strength, and strengthens me. But I did feel hurt by things that I heard from people, from journalists, from people questioning my commitment to Barcelona and saying things that I think I didn't deserve. It also helped me to see the truth in people. This world of football is very difficult. There are many fake people. This happening has helped me to recognize many fake people. It hurt me when my love for this club was questioned. No matter how much I stay, how much I go or stay, my love for Barca will never change. He said, it, it hurts me a lot that things are published about me that are false. Um, and he, he he went on to say, like, he didn't, he didn't want to go, he, he didn't want to have to end up going into like um, a, a judicial proceeding against Barcelona. So that's basically why he wanted to stay. Um, yeah. Well, you know, for me, I think the first drawback is, you know, that kind of interview for me, if this is my mindset, if I'm a big Barcelona fan, and I think the best way of putting that is like putting yourself in the shoes of that and assessing it from that perspective like imagine if you're what your favorite club is and what if your all-time favorite star said that 
Like, if Ronaldo at the time was saying about Real Madrid, I'd be like, you don't want to be here anyways. Like, I don't want you here. Like, that interview to me screams you don't want to be here. Two things, it's like, don't talk about the club and care for the club and all this. If you don't want to be here, dog, like, you, you, I don't care what you say, never in your life as a human can you ever give it your all in something you're not, you don't want to be at or don't care about, no matter what. This show, if we didn't care about this show, it couldn't be anything. We wouldn't even do it. It's just not like we couldn't deliver what we deliver now and we've been delivering because it, it's, it, you're, you're manifesting this energy that's not there. And then you're going to do it for a whole calendar year? You're a human, dude. And even when you were playing before, even the year after the treble year or the years after that, you're already showing that you don't want to be there. You've been showing you want to be there for like four years. I'm supposed to pretend that because you came pulled up today in this really nice Mercedes that you're going to be ready to ball today? Or are you going to be keeping this from now all the way to May? Come on, man. Like, you're, it's, almost like, it's almost like you're disrespecting the fan base like they're a bunch of idiots or something. And they showed you how much they cared about you leaving and to, like, talk like that and, like, say these things in an interview, which, honestly, the better course would have been you just not saying nothing. You being this mute that you love doing – not talking to people, not commenting on things. You might as well just wrote it out if this is the statement you were going to make. The, 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 he could have just put up some text on the story and said, like, I'm here, I'm committed, let's do it. Fine, go ahead and lie to me, it's fine. But when you're over here in an interview talking about, oh, like, like oh, and the interview is asking if you feel lonely and stuff like that and talk about they don't support you, homie, like, I, I – if, if he said, if I'm the interviewer, is interviewee, right? Interview, no, interviewer. And I'm asking him, oh, like, and he says to me, oh, like, uh, I didn't feel support. I'd be like, they spent $150 million on Griezmann, dog. I mean, like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, yes, maybe he wasn't great for the team, but that's trying, I guess. Like, you can't say not support. They kept your boy Busquets. They're keeping, they kept uh, Suarez two years after his legs were shot. They keep, they, they like, they, there's a commitment almost. It looks like, what they built around him, and he's complaining. He also complained about not having enough young people, blah blah blah, crap like that. No young person can develop under you. There's no way. There's no way you can develop under you. All those those games, a lot of those games that Antofati's balling out. Messi wasn't there too. Messi's like kind of part of it. It's weird. Like I bet we're not even getting a full potential of Antofati because Messi's out there in the first place. Like. That's just it is what it is because the ball's going to be predicated towards you, and then other people aren't going to be developed. Aren't going to develop that way. It's just not going to happen. So you're going to you're like they're they're not going to be able to surround people around you because they want to make you happy. If their intent from the get go is to make you happy, then that's supporting you. <laughs> like that's just it is what it is. Now the contrary is like maybe you could just say that they don't their, their support is misguided or they their attempts have just not worked. That's fine, but don't say. I haven't been receiving support. Like, come on, dude, that's weak. It, it, it's all cap. And you know what it stems from? It always stems from me, the, the two things from this interview, and I'll let you go up to this, bam. Number one is you show me you're absolutely not a leader. You're absolutely not a leader. When I look at that interview and I'm in the locker room, I'm like, wow, like, I'm supposed to go to war for you? Someone step on your cap, I'm supposed to step up and help you out? Are you kidding me? You don't even want to be with me. You don't want to be here. Second, th things have been going tough, and you're saying you're not getting support? What about these people running around a goddamn day trying to help you win the game? It's not their fault that they're losing the game. It's not, it's not Vidal's fault. He doesn't play winger. You can't be saying stuff like that. It, everything you say 
is very important, especially when you're a massive megastar. And, you know, I just, and I, I hate to make this point, but just the whole, uh, the, the view, the visual of the interview, I'm like, damn, you're over here kicking it in shorts and flip-flops in this room. I'm like, do you even care about anything? Like, do you care about your image? Do you care about what you're trying to convey? Because like, like if your message is to talk about how you've been going through a lot, there's a sense of professionalism with it. The interviewer came, he didn't come in b-ball shorts and a tank top when y'all was hanging out. He came in a suit and stuff. It's like, my man, like there's, there's a sense of like respect and professionalism you want to at least display as well too. And I mean, that's probably the least notable thing in the interview, but it's a part of it just based on what you talked about the whole time. I completely agree with everything you said. Um, I mean, we've talked about it, like everything that we're going to say now, like we talked about last week, like whenever he was saying he was going to leave, but just to add to it, like, my thing is like this, like they lost to Roma in 2017-18 Champions League. Like that was the first one where it was like, whoa, (laughs) like if you didn't look at your team as messy then, and be like, okay, we need to improve. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to be a part of it. Like, if you didn't do it then, like, you obviously don't care. Because then at this, then you also didn't do it the next season when y'all lost to Liverpool. Like, you never at one point was like, what's the bad and good in this team? And anybody with two goddamn eyes can see the problem is. Like, what the biggest problem for me in these seasons is Luis Suarez. That's the biggest problem. Agreed. Forget the stats. If anybody's listening, don't, don't go look at the stats. If you were watching those games the past three seasons, wait. I'll, I'll, say, to, I'll say from 17, 18, 17, 18, 18, 19, or 19, 20. So that's three seasons. Okay. Well, I thought it was like midway through 17, not the beginning. I mean – it, it was, was the 18 mess going on. Well, well, it was enough because 17, 18, they lost the, in April 2018 is when they lost to Roma. Yeah. So that's the biggest problem, really. No matter how, how many goals they were scoring, no matter how well they're doing in the league, what, they've been, what they're being judged on these past few seasons is their Champions League performances. And when you watch these games, Luis Suarez is like, the, it's like basically the reason they can't really get things going. Yeah. At no point have they brought in somebody to back up Luis Suarez or to be there to compete for that position in these past three seasons. There's been no center forward has come in that team. And I cannot blame anyone other than Messi. I just can't. Like, that's your best friend on the team. Every time they're showing, like, y'all are together drinking mate together. So, like, it's dope, but, like, let him be your friend. My, when I was in high school football, my best friend barely played. That was my best friend. I started, he barely played. You can still be uh, best friends. Like, so, as far as the support, as far as the, like, feeling alone, on the pitch side, like, I got to blame Messi. Now, it seems like some of the other stuff he was talking about, like, it seems like he has stuff going on in his personal life. 
Like, it seems like when he's talking about, like, the fake people and things like that, I don't even think he's talking about Bartomeu, honestly. I think he's talking about, like, people that have something to do with his business and people maybe like a lawyer or, like, you know, different people that have something to do with him off the field. And, you know, I guess you don't want to be that upfront about that, and that's fine. But if that's the case, leaving Barcelona wasn't going to fix that problem. Like, actually being at Barcelona and winning and, like, caring more would actually help fix whatever that problem is. But going to Man City or going some Bayern or wherever, that wasn't going to change anything going on in your personal life but with whatever fake people you're talking about. And... Like it's kind of it's kind of like you're 33, man. Like you talking about fake people now? Yeah. Like did they just reveal themselves? You've had a long career, dude. Like are they like all of a sudden, or are you talking about because they didn't want to let you leave because the contract, dog? You know how it is. It's a business, man. It's a, soccer is run by mafia, dude. Like let's not get it twisted, yo. Like it's not like. These are people that are like upstanding. Like, no, they, they, it's shady. You've benefited from the shady. Your ass got caught by the Spanish Royal Tax Federation, IRS. Shit's shady, you know? <laughs> so like, like, don't act brand new and then like get in this kind of like hissy fit. Like, I want to leave now. And it's like, dog, why don't you just want to, why don't you be invested in helping bring better players to Barcelona and not having to start players who were like past their prime along with you like obviously Messi's still a baller but he's also past his prime why do you want to get people there that can ball out with you and get it cracking and and why didn't you be like dog we don't need Griezmann <laughs> yeah for real like that's what I was like <laughs> it's like you have it's like he has misguided he has like this misguided issue when it's like there's also like I mean, I hate to say it. I hate I hate people have an issue with something and they don't even take 2% accountability. They don't take 2%. Not a, he doesn't even have to really feel that way, but just to note that, like, I know I was a part of everything that kind of fell apart because I was on the team, but it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like the whole time it's like he's talking about everybody else has made his life miserable and he's been miserable because of it. <laughs> and, and it's not just that you're on the team. You are the face of the team. I can't imagine, like, like – this is like the one thing where it's like, I guess it could be debated, but I just can't see it. I can't imagine that you're the best player on the team, possibly in the world, possibly ever, and you don't have anything to do with decisions that are made bringing players in and out. Like, I can't fathom that. You, when, you, when you go play pickup basketball and you're the best player on the team, you, you even just in a pickup game – you're going to be like, oh, like, you know, like, you're going to make some decisions. You, even in that situation, like, let's say me and you're going to go pay pickup. We'd be like, we just need, like, another guy to handle a little bit. We don't even need a big if we find somebody just kind of with some size, too. Like, you, you start to find things to fit around what your needs are. And him being the best player in the world, you're telling me they're not going to go, hey, Messi, so here's what we got. We're looking at pay. We're looking at this. What do you think about these guys? What do you what do they not do? They just start buying people. They start walking through the door like, "Hey, what up, Barcelona?" Woo! He goes on Twitter. Oh snap! Nice man. We got we got we got greasy. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that one uh, party he went to in the Boston outfit. That was cool. I like when he went as a Harlem Globetrotter. That was a nice outfit. <laughs> okay. Cool? Now, okay, you know what? Let's – I wanted to – when I, when we were going to talk about rumors, I wanted to talk about DePay to Barcelona rumor. But we're, we're, we've already kind of talked about this, so, like, we might as well just talk about it now. Like, obviously, people have seen uh, Memphis DePay is getting rumored to Barcelona. When I when I'm looking at that, I'm like, dog, like he's too good for Barcelona right now. Like we're talking about a team that just lost eight two, man. Like he's too good. And I wrote down, he's too good because we've seen Barcelona suck the life out of good players since 2017. And you're stating he's too good to be in a role with Messi. That's what you mean. Like he's too good to play this Robin whatever crap role they want. If, if and like I said, I think I said on the last time episode too, if Messi was gone and here's what they're doing, I'd be like, cool, they're trying to do a whole new thing. They're, they're bringing out some talent. They want to see what happens. I'm down. Like, go ahead. But not he's not a piece of, like, what you have. He's too good to be a piece. Like, too much to be a piece of that team specifically too. What This is what I'm saying. Barcelona is sucking the life out of good players. We've had since 2017. Osman Dembele went there. Suck the life out of him. He was sensational in Bundesliga. Philippe Coutinho went there. Suck the life out of him. Umtiti went there. Suck the life out of him. And, and I'm talking about players that were good before they got there. Anton Griezmann. Suck the life out of him. Artur. Suck the life out of him. Arturo Vidal. Suck the life out of him. All these players that have gone there. It just – like, the only player basically that, that's gone there since this time that's, like, still decent is, like, Long Lay. <laughs> well, and, at, and at least, like – well, Neymar was good until he left. <laughs> Who? Neymar was good when he was there. Like, so yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying since – died. But... I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying since 2017. Also, Nelson Semedo went there, sucked the life out of him. All these players in these past three years – they, they go to Barcelona, it sucks the life out of them. I don't know if that's because of Messi's decline over these three years. And obviously Messi's been playing. He's, been, he's still doing his thing, but it's, it, it, he's obviously not the same. He's getting older. I don't know if it's because of that. But, like, whatever it is, the culture, the, the locker room, whatever toxicity is going at this toxic swamp of Barcelona FC, these good players have gone there. And they have declined, and I don't want to see that from Memphis Depay. Another one was Paulinho. Paulinho damn near died over there too. Well, Paulinho, Paulinho. Was the, Paulinho was their best center forward when there when he was yeah, there. The striker, real striker, went to China and said, "Y'all saw what I got. Give me that nine jersey." <laughs> All right. He was riding. He was riding striker. I was just like, you know what? It was. But, I mean, literally any good, to, any like decent coach would have just been like. Hey, Luis, you got to take some games off, man. We're bringing this dude in. And, 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 it, and it's funny because to me it's like either – it's like players that are really good don't excel in the roles that they had before, and other players have to step, step up in unconventional roles for them. Like it's just a mess. It becomes a mess. Like people like Vidal are playing wing, and it just becomes weird and awkward for everybody around. And that means that has to do with the person you're building a team around. Because why was this never happening in this person's career before? Like, why, why would someone like Dembele, who was highly rated, 
just came off winning, uh, getting not only Rookie of the Year, but also leading Bundesliga in assists, comes over to, to, to Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona, of course, has some injuries, but becomes a shell of himself, regardless of injury or not. I mean, he was a person that was impactful, dynamic no matter what. And then when we watch him, even Ben was saying, it's like, you see one or two things, and it's like, uh, where is he now? And I see, I'm at Rice to watch the game and get confused of who was out there, him or Semedo. Like, he would just blend in. Like, they would just blend in out there. And you, they wouldn't become individuals. That's why someone like Depay would suck because Depay is someone that stands out so much that like like and he's someone you have to focus around. That wouldn't work around Messi, who needs to be who feels like he needs to be focused around because mm-hmm. Messi's not a system player. Depay needs the ball at his feet. He's a creator. Yes. He needs the ball at his feet. He takes corners. Even when even I even said it when we were talking about the Champions League recaps. I think some of the biggest faults Leon had was they were underutilizing uh, um, Depay sometimes. Sometimes it looked like he had a role where he was strictly supposed to be like making his runs as a nine. I'm like, that sucks because he can do a lot with his feet. And I remember that one, the game they lost against uh, Bayern Munich, that first half, there was no, he was never getting the ball below the half yard line. He was only trying, they were only trying to give him the ball on runs. I'm like, damn, like you're really underutilizing a guy that can do so much. That, that's how good he is. Even when they lost, even when he didn't score in those two games, I was still like, he's fantastic. Like, if he actually was in a, a place where they were used – if they were using him right in this game, he would have been incredible. Literally, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good player. Very good player. And, and, and he's also a leader. Like, he's also – like, this is why he don't speak French. He came to Lyon after, like, his, his, his like uh, – like – after not blossoming at Manchester United, like he definitely humbled himself going to Lyon. But like he had an adjustment year too, remember that first year was tough for him. Ended he, up, he went through a lot. Yeah, ended up getting the captain's armband at Lyon, a legendary club, and really becoming the leader there, actually. Like not just like, oh, we're just gonna give him the captain's armband to make him happy. I will not forget when they were making fun of Marcelo from Leon, that center back, and then people had that uh, Marcelo uh, poster with him as a donkey on there. Depay went on there and grabbed that poster, ripped it up, and was trying to fight the dude. That's a real leader. That's a real after, leader. That's yeah. selfless. Yeah, after the game, like literally ran over there, grabbed it, ripped it up, and was trying to fight that guy. So he, you you can't have that. You can't have that person along with Messi, who is like not going to let anybody outshine him, and also. He need, and also Messi needs the ball and Memphis Depay needs the ball. And in no way am I trying to say that Depay is better than Messi. He is not. But he needs the ball at his feet to excel. You know, I, I if if this is what it took for you to realize he's not a leader, I just don't think you were paying attention at all. I mean, for three years since we've done the podcast, he's consistently shown more than once per year that he has lacked severe leadership qualities. And only reason it's highlighted is because for both teams he wears the captain's band. So if you're, I'm, I won't even care as much about him being a leader if you weren't, if he wasn't wearing a captain's band. That's the issue for me. Like you're not the leader. Like even back, remember, remember when Bar, uh, Brazil does all those uh, Neymar captain stuff? I was on here saying the same thing. I was like, he's not a leader. He's not your leader. Your true leader is the guy Terro Silva. And when Brazil was doing bad on Duga, Dunga. When he was, because they didn't have a leader, they had no leadership out there. They had no captaincy. They had a bunch of skilled players. You need leadership. You need people like Depay. You need your Thiago Silvas. You need your guys out there who who have take accountability, know and know how to know how to control team temperaments. 
all that stuff is so important. And Depay will show them that moment. That's how you control the team's temperament. That's how you step up in adversity. Every single moment of adversity I've seen with Messi, I've seen sulking, uh, shallowing, head down, walking. And then when he shines, I mean, I'm going to bring it back to this. The, the one time he shines, like one of my least favorite things he ever did was when he scored that goal and he put up the jersey with, it, with the back of his name shown to the crowd. I hated that moment. I didn't think that was cool at all. Like, people always scream about, we're not throwing his shirt off and flexing. That's whatever. Uh, when you go and, you know, the most, the most like, I guess, soccer mode selfless thing to do is when you score and you kiss the club. That's supposed to show, like, love and affection for who you represent. Messi's done it plenty of times, for sure. But the moment he did that, like, when he did that and did the jersey thing, I'm like, wow, dog. Like, and you turn it back because – the motto they tell you from day one in team sports is not about the name on the back. It's about the name on the front of the jersey. That's the motto to create team unity and team team camaraderie. It's a club. You know, you're no, it's supposed to be nobody's supposed to be bigger than the club. When he did that, it was like him saying, like, I'm bigger than all this. Like, I'm, I'm the reason. I'm the X factor. I'm everything. And that's not what a leader does. Like, you, he did that with the captain's band on. Like, you don't do that, man. Like, Thiago Silva has even Sergio has never scored a goal and took his jersey off and put the back of it to show us like it's just he don't do that man because it goes that that cuts deep like that cuts really deep and I think that it's just we it's shown over and over this man from this interview and even before this he's not a leader. You show your leadership when you lose, like when things aren't going your way. That's when you show what kind of leader you are. And when you're trying to leave the club after you've lost eight to two, you can never, ever be referred to as a leader ever again. And they used to talk so much shit about Diego Maradona when he would say that Messi's not a leader. Oh, he's just hating because Messi's better than him. It's not a diss to say someone's not a leader, that's not a, that's not a quality everybody has. Yeah. And, and that's okay because you can't have 11 leaders, you know? It's going to be a few people on the team kind of take that mantle and the other people, like, they need a certain kind of encouragement and that's okay. But you can't pretend that that's Messi's character. I don't want to stay on this too long, but as everybody does, they do the comparison. We saw Cristiano Ronaldo's leadership in that Euros, uh, 2016 Euros. When they went to penalties, I think it was against um, – I was just looking at the 2016 Euros. I was actually thinking about, like, maybe we should do, like, an episode, like, revisiting the 2016 Euros. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, what, what, I forgot what game it was they went to penalties. But – it might have been Wales. I can't remember. Sorry. When Ronaldo is encouraging everybody in the penalty shootout, Moutinho is nervous about taking the penalty. And Ronaldo is encouraging him in a way that Moutinho obviously wouldn't be able to do that to somebody else because he's like the pressure is getting to him, which is perfectly fine. But Ronaldo being the leader is like, don't worry about anything. You're good, kick it. If it don't go in, that's God's plan, okay? So that's so nobody's going to be mad at you, okay? There's no pressure, actually. 
they like, and, and 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 even if they lost, and even if Matinho missed, and Ronaldo missed, whatever, it's just that moment. That's not Messi's character. Messi's character, sadly, is damn. We lost the match. It's everybody else's fault that we lost eight two, and now I want to leave. And Barcelona was like, well. You don't have to. They don't have to come up with some bread if you want to leave. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, in <laughs> a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like as we've seen for a long time, the 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 leadership qualities that you know he's shown on 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 Real Madrid and the the Euros to me was just the penultimate dis, uh, display of that. You know, and you know, think about this, like. And, and there was so many moments within that whole entire tournament that honestly constituted probably them kind of deserving that win, winning that thing. Because, you know, from not only just encouraging Motino, like, and, and he's even shown in his documentary talking about when his family and stuff that's crying, like, about worried about him, like, missing or something like that. He goes, it's all good. I'm not going to die. Tomorrow's just another day. Like, that, that kind of cool-headed mentality and encouraging your teammates, that goes a long way. Remember, there was another thing. He also said something to, and there, too, before that header. He talked about, like, I think he like he talked about how like he encouraged him, too. Like, he telling him he's a good player. He got this. Like, anything, he's, he's going to keep serving him. He's not going to give up on him no matter how many times he misses it. Like, that's, like, true leadership qualities. You know, like, that's that's stuff that extends beyond, like, what you what's just worn on there. Like, whether he's wearing it or not, he's shown it. You know, and when you watch Real Madrid play, yeah, Sergio Ramos wearing a captain's band in the back, but we all knew who the captain was in the front too. Like it was, they they were they had a great mix of that of people controlling different sides. They knew how to captaincy together. There was a bunch of leadership going on. It wasn't. It wasn't. There was never ever from inside the club never a discussion about him being a diva. Only the media does that, and fans. There's never been a player to be like, oh, he's too much of a diva. No, no one's ever said that. And that's telling for the man who's the largest, the most largest social media, whatever, superstar in history. He's ne- There's never been a thing about him being a diva. And that's crazy to imagine. And, and, and there's another thing I want to point out, too. Like, I think sometimes somebody's watching the match and maybe, like, they don't really have that much history playing sports or whatever, or they just are partisan, I don't know. But people will think that, like, I would never criticize Messi for getting frustrated for not getting the right pass or, like, Somebody oh, yeah, over yeah, yeah. over overhitting a pass to him or not hitting him in the pass. Like the, like when you are all like the like or or when Ronaldo does that, that's when they call Ronaldo a diva. Oh, like why is he why is he so mad that he didn't get the pass? You're only mad because you know how good the players around you are. Like you know that you are surrounded by good players, you know their quality, and you're like, no, like you're good enough to do it, like do it. You know what I mean? Like d- like that's not that's not the leadership thing is not that like yeah if y'all are all professionals y'all are on the same level and you know they're, they're, the the pass is overhead or they're not giving you in the pass you're going to be frustrated there's a lot of pressure but that's different than somebody saying like yo if you miss it it's all good because if he was like because if he was like that about you would think that that's the moment you better make it you know, no, he's like, yo, if you miss it, it's all good. Going back to Messi and going back to Barcelona, I just want to say this list of players one more time. We're talking about Memphis Depay, Baller just got uh, uh, Leon to the semifinals of Champions League with the asterisks. Since 2017, 
these players who were good players went to Barcelona and the life got sucked out of them. You're going to do the list again? Dembele, Coutinho, Umtiti, Griezmann, Arthur, Arturo Vidal. I hope that Memphis Depay does not go to Barcelona with Lionel Messi. I agree. I mean, I think that the best the best situation would have been seeing a new look Barcelona in this who Coleman project plan, whatever he has. That'd have been cool. That's cool to me. I think that's a cooler approach. That'd be like I told you before, and I said on here, I'd be even more excited to watch game charts on September 11th if Messi was sitting out or whatever the hell he was doing, and they signed a bunch of people to get it cracking. I'm like, wee, let's. I'm down. I, I would literally be excited to watch games. If Real Madrid was playing at whatever team, Barcelona playing a good team, I'd be like, I want to see how they do. I'd watch that game first. That's exciting to me. Um, and, and it feels like that club is overdue for 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 some brand new. You know, like it, it, they're overdue for like that that new clean, new paint job, re, re, redoing the, the the leather. They need to redo everything, you know, and I think that's that's the fans are owed that, and they don't know it yet. Like their initial reaction is honestly just the way they're reacting is kind of just the way you've kind of just kind of been leading them on and, and treating them. People are going to react like that if there's no clarity. And then once you give them some sorts of clarity, it's all these uh, mumble jumble hieroglyphic words and call outs or whatever he's doing. Then people are going to just keep turning against and keep. You're just. It's like you're just turning the pot even more when the best course of action is be like, I'm just here to play, see out my contract, and let's just do it. I'm going to give them my all. Fine, that's all you have to do. When you do a little bit of calling out, but then you're saying you're going to give it your all, but then you're saying that your mentality is never going to change, that stuff is just messy. No pun intended. It's messy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see what happens. But um, obviously we are still in the throes of a – pandemic internationally and there are um <laughs> there are different protocols set in place as uh players are on international break and like as i said on the we made it podcast twitter you're never going to get us to care about nations league it's never going to happen but um i did watch uh ronaldo versus sweden i, I did see him but bust them two goals out there <laughs> i had to watch it <laughs> yeah um but we did have a little bit of issue with your boy Phil Foden and your other homie Mason Greenwood. These are not my, these are not my boys. Go ahead. I wonder if Mason Greenwood is related to Johnny Greenwood, who is the, the guitar player for Radiohead. I don't know. But um, obviously during uh, coronavirus, they're, not, they're trying to keep some uh, semblance of social distancing. And while the England squad was at their hotel, Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden did bring in some young ladies from outside to go uh, hang out with them. Wait, wait a minute. Was this in Iceland? Oh, this was in Iceland. Whoa. Why was I thinking this was in England? <laughs> okay, actually, now I don't care because y'all was in Iceland. If they were, if they were Icelandic, <laughs> then I'm down because <laughs> – Life's about living, dude. You're like you don't want to be doing that at home. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all here, y'all here pulling some Icelandic people. I mean, live it up. Yeah, but I mean, they were they were um, they were sent home from the England camp. Um, 
And honestly, that's really dangerous, and it was very irresponsible of them, too. Both of them are young. I think both of them are under 20. But, um, you know, you're getting a chance to represent your country for the first times, and you're literally putting, like, so many people at risk doing that. Like, wow. Imagine <laughs> if he uh, got Corona to give to 22 players. And, and, the, and the staff, like, can you imagine, like, 50 people? Like, yo, dog, like... You'd be playing in India Super League. You'd like, definitely be playing Championship 3, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they were I mean, they were um, kicked out of the squad for the rest of the time. But um, honestly, I think that they should also um, face some discipline from their club teams as well. Yeah, okay. I feel like the young players need to be held accountable for... For just dumb stuff they do, it, it is what it is, and I hope that I, I hope they were doing the the typical sport bunking thing where it's like a vet with the rookie, vet with the rookie thing. I don't know if they were doing that or not, but if they are, then those vets are you know should be stepping up and not letting the kids do that too. It's just a, a bad, it's just a bad look overall. Um, I know they're both young and stuff like that, but yeah, man, it's just not time to play around, and uh, it's not about it's not about Mason Greenwood getting sick or Phil Foden. It's about other people that they could be around. And that's the biggest thing for me. It's about other people you go around to that you can potentially expose to that you don't know. You don't know what kind of underlying health conditions that maybe a staff member has. You don't know. And a lot of them, a lot of people are risking their, their health and their lives just coming to work because they need to pay. They need to pay bills. You know, like they need to, they need to do it anyways. I know they're supposed to stay home if they're, if they're, they're at risk, but sometimes people got to pay bills. They got families to feed and children and all this. So they're exposed, they're risking themselves. So it's not, it's not up to you to, to be, to be, you know, careless and to put them even further danger. So I'm glad the English team, the English FA or whatever, or the, the, the Federation sent them home. Like, that's pretty responsible of them, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think that they were doing, like, a vet and the rookie, a vet and the young dude thing, but I, but I do think that they should uh, face some further discipline from their clubs. Maybe, like, the first two matches they're suspended because um, that is dangerous. But um, speaking of uh, further COVID-19 madness, your boy Mbappe did test positive for COVID. Um, I think it's the third time. No, I think the other time he actually didn't have it. They were saying he did. That was early on, but he actually didn't. Um, but because I think that was like still before they canceled all the matches. But um, <laughs> I feel like Mbappe be out here wilding. Though you, you got two almost. Well, you, better, he, you need to stay at home, homie. Damn. Well, this was during the um, their international break. I think they were um, they they played in France, and they, I think they went to play in Croatia. I think I'm not sure, but the crazy thing is that this he is the seventh PSG player to test positive recently. Um, right now, you have positive tests from Neymar, Marquinhos, Taylor Navas, Di Maria, Icardi, Paredes, and now Mbappe. That's kind of a racist list. And also, and they play tomorrow, I think. It's kind of a racist list. I'm you. I don't like that list. <laughs> a lot of minorities on that list. I'm not, I'm uncomfortable. Okay, minorities? <laughs> minorities to where? <laughs> a lot of minorities if they're American citizens. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, I mean, well, Draxler didn't test positive? Damn. I mean, they all are from Latin America except for Mbappe. (laughs) 
Mbappe basically is because he's Neymar's best friend. You know he's Latin too. Uh, uh, but, yeah, like, I mean, it kind of makes me think about all the snitching Mounier was doing. All that all that heavy snitching he was doing. I'm like, damn, it does sound like y'all be kind of wilding on the low here. Because y'all, y'all sound like y'all not following some procedures. Because, you know, even I haven't been all the way disciplined. I never tested positive. So y'all must be going hard out here. So. Well, well, they all went to Ibiza um, for their break. No, but not – a lot of people are traveling and going on holidays in Europe, so it's not like they're there. And they're, and they're honestly, they're athletes. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, they're not living like me. Like, I, I'm driving around there, and I've flown two times during the pandemic. But, like, the I mean, what? It's not illegal. Um, but these guys are probably taking flights two to three times a week for stuff. We don't even know, especially when they're in the tournaments and all that. Like, it's just so hard to contact trace I can imagine how hard it is to contact trace over there. It's probably ridiculous. Well, well, stuff is stuff is open there, and they the people were partying at Ibiza and stuff. So like, it, they were on holiday and just ended up testing positive. So I'm not like it, it's not like they were like in a um, like you know in a bubble somewhere and they escaped and went to get hot wings. Yeah, they okay. You know what? <laughs> okay, okay, hot wings. It wasn't like Jovic, who during the lockdown dipped yeah. and went home. Like that was like, hey man, that's the not the rules, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it was yeah, but it is kind of crazy that the seven players test positive, and I do think they're playing tomorrow. Um, let me let me double check. Um, either they're play, yeah, they're playing tomorrow. They're playing Lens. Whoa. And also, um, and I think they're playing like soon after that, like Sunday or something too. Um, yeah, yeah, they're playing Sunday against Marseille. So yeah, it's going to be kind of wild for PSG. Um, hopefully, those guys get that negative test back soon and uh, can get back on the pitch. Uh, Mbappe is asymptomatic, and I think all the other guys were too. Thank God. Yeah. Um, Caesar's having some camera issues right now. Please uh, check this out on YouTube. There's nothing worth checking out. Uh, shout out to Dro the Gooner following us on Twitter. Back we got our Twitter back, but uh, Dro the big homie. We'll talk about Arsenal soon. But let's get into some transfers. We've only only got a couple to talk about, and a little bit of these rumors. Caesar, the big transfer, the big homie, linking back up with Ancelotti, James Rodriguez to Everton. <laughs> Did you see how much? Yeah, for like was it like uh thirty million or something? Twenty million pounds. What was it like thirty million dollars? Just about. Damn, that's a good deal. That might be a little bit too much, honestly. You know, you might I'm gonna give a real dude. I'm gonna be so honest with you. I, I can't imagine him having high productivity at Everton. Um uh, I, I feel like he's just a a a, a const I think he's always going to teams I don't think really are conducive to his style. Everton's not a good team at all. Um, they're not a good club. They don't play good f- football. I think it's the only positive about this is he's going to be playing under Ancelotti, you know, and, 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 you know, he followed Ancelotti over there to Byron, but it was the, the same thing at Byron. It started off all cute, the highlights. Then he started kind of falling off a little bit, and then they were like, we don't want to redo this loan deal. And then he was under Ancelotti, uh, um, you know, for under Real Madrid, which was his best year, but that was a while back too. So I don't really know what the deal is. That was like 15, 16 season, right? That was a long time ago. I don't know, man. Hummus is a baller. I just think he's at all the wrong teams. But go ahead, man. I mean, I, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I let me let me see how old he is. Um, all those and also those jerseys are horrific. But go ahead. 
Yeah, Everton, Everton, like Everton as a club has no swag. Um, but 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 but, but I hope he passes the ball to Richarlson all the time. My guy's a baller. Uh, I was twenty nine. Um, I actually like this move, and I think he's gonna play well. I honestly do. I like honestly, I can see Hamas playing well in EPL because, um, like, because he's like a real cam, and like, I because of like I, I envision all those times of him playing for Colombia in like pouring rain in South America, and then like gritty ass uh, uh, qualifiers and Copa America matches. I can see him performing in EPL, and I, I think he's going to do well, actually. Um, I mean, but, and, but, I, and I, I wouldn't just say that. I wouldn't just say that. Yeah, you're only just saying that because you don't watch Everton play. But um, what, what place did Everton play, finish last year? Uh, 12th. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you supposed to finish? They're not a good team. They, 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 they score less goals. They give up more goals than they score. Just like, come on, man. Like, what's the last guy Everton Everton you ever got excited for? Okay, Caesar. I'm not saying that about Everton. I'm saying I think Hamas will play well. I don't think so. But, I mean, I'm down if he does. I thought it would have been better if he went to Italy or something. But if he goes to the, the, the EPL, I mean, if he ball, I'm not saying I want him to ball. I want him to ball out. I like Hamas. My name is not James. It's Hamas. I like Hamas. He's a baller. I just I always feel like everybody doesn't utilize him correctly except for Columbia. But at Columbia, he kind of has a free role. You know, he gets to do what he's want. I, I think that you need to be – there needs to be, like, the perfect club for him, a club with just enough talent, like some young talent, but, like, also he's in the right place positionally. If you're trying to make Hamas fit your scheme, I think that's an issue. But if you have a system that you know Hamas can fit in perfectly or you know you've seen how Hamas played in the past, you know how to play him, that's a different story. And I think that he can ball out in that kind of situation. Well, he didn't want to go to Italy because they would do monkey chants at him. Literally, they wouldn't. Like, literally, they wouldn't. This guy, I have some – I'm not going to say it on here, but him a bleach because he looking a uh, – you know, I'm as I hear looking like he ain't seen the sun in days. Caesar, Caesar, I just remembered this. I, I we shouldn't do it on the show. What the hell is the dude's name? Oh, oh, dog. I seen a picture of um, Adam Traore when he was younger. Dog, him a bleach. I was like, yo, him a bleach. He definitely did, Caesar. I was like doggy him a boot. Barcelona days compared to now. I was I, like, I, that's why he was so unrecognizable. I mean, like, who is this guy? He looks totally different. Caesar him a bleach. Him but, a I'm gonna bleach. Keep it, I'm gonna, but I'm also going to keep it real, too. Huh. Got to keep it real, too. I feel like some of those pictures that we see of him, like, no, no, like, like let me keep it real. Can I talk first before we start doing this? Yeah, he does look damn. I just saw another one, yeah. That's crazy. Him a bleach. But you know what? Caesar. No, but bam, let me talk. Let me talk, though. Can I talk? Yes. There's definitely a weather difference between playing in Barcelona and wherever the hell uh, Wolves are. 
And I'm, it's not insane, but I think some of the pictures I'm looking at, these are definitely filtered because he's not like, they're really, really bright. And I'm like, well, their jerseys aren't even this bright. Like there's this one picture of their jersey. I'm like, their jerseys aren't this yellow. Their jerseys are very orange. So I can tell there's some filters going on. That's a filtered ass shirt. That's a filter ass picture. Like a thousand percent. They don't wear yellow jerseys. They wear orange. Look at the other differences in the color, except for that picture. That I'm looking at right now, that's Cap. But the other one, or him showing the, the 2019, he definitely looks a little bit, a little bit lighter. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna all the way commit. But he's definitely on the roster. He's definitely a perspective, a bleacher. But I'm not gonna like give him that title though. Bleachers always defend each other. I understand. Hey, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is the light, man. Like this. Is, you need to understand how lighting works. Whether it be hair if bleachers. If I go brighter, I look brighter. It's just normal. It's lighting. Whether it be hair bleachers, skin bleachers. Hey, hey. <laughs> We're not sub-minorities. You can't just do that to us. Him a bleach, dog. Him a bleach. Regardless, him a bleach. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo. Oh, him a bleach. Um, should, should look it up, actually. No, nah, man, I, I'm not going to let you do that to him. Look at him right now. Please get off of Wolves, though. Why? Why? He's not even that good, honestly. I like him. I like I him think... on FIFA. Ooh. Oh, there's some videos about him a bleach, too. No way. People talk about it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are they talking about him a bleach? I'm talking about his hair. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, because he dyes his hair blonde a lot. Okay, anyway. Well, that's common. But anyway. Um, hey, hey, relax. Homage to Everton. I'm, I'm you know. I, oh, there is. Celebrities who bleach their skin. <laughs> mm. Caesar, don't start watching it. Don't start watching because you get distracted. Just go you ahead. Click it. You already clicked it. Can you stop? Can you unclick? I'm subscribe to this channel. Go ahead. <laughs> Stupid. Also, the channel sounds kind of racist, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, Homicide Everton, I'm not excited for it, but, like, I'm going to check out Everton, and I want to see him perform, and I think he will. Um, also, the, the other only transfer that I saw that was actually a thing, even though it's really not, but damn, dog, they loaned out uh, my boy Alphonse Ariola to Fulham Station. Alphonse, uh, he, he was in Real Madrid. I was like, damn. How you I mean, that how you go from Real Madrid to Fulham Station? You from Ariola? Yeah. It sucks because he's actually a baller, but I think they – I'm not going to say what they're going to say. I'm just going to say something wild on here. But I'm, this is getting wild. Um, but maybe they, they kind of – they're starting looking into his roots. They're starting to be mean to him now. They're kind of treating him wrong now. They're finding out, you know, I think they're being wrong. Man. I think they're doing him wrong because he's really good. It's funny. I remember when actually – I actually get excited sometimes when Couture didn't play. But, ooh, I get to see Ariola play. Like, I like him. He's really athletic. Um, I think since I actually saw him, Santa Monica, never forget that, on the swings, hanging out with Icone. Icone. Uh, he's there on the swings together. Uh, Icone was pushing him on the swings, by the way, pushing him. It was mad cute. Um, and the guy told me, oh, these guys are going to be stars. I'm like, I don't know who these chumps are. Definitely, definitely ended up at Real Madrid, and I feel bad. Um, I'll say this. And he did have the Filipino star tattoo on his chest, too. I was like, okay, represent. But listen, I'll say this. I, 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 he's, he's gotten in tremendous physical shape. Um, he looks good out there. He's athletic. Um, 
what I like about him, like, for example, what I like more about him than Couture, like, he has good athleticism, so he drops down well, he reacts quickly, and he probably actually got better being since being a keeper, a backup keeper Real Madrid, because Real Madrid has really good keeper coaches. The, the, the keepers out there, they, they're, they're pretty good. Like, they, these guys come out pretty good. They've had some good talent before. Um, that sucks. I was hoping he was going to get sent to, like, another Spanish league team. It would be cool to see him at, like, Valencia or whatever, just some team. I was really hoping – that like Juve picked him up. I thought that had been a great pickup for Juve. They've been snoozing at the keeper position for a minute. They have that young Italian dude, Perrine, who's kind of whatever. They have forty-two-year-old Buffon, and they had the skis and sneezies, whatever. He's whack as hell over there still. I thought it, that'd have been a good place for him. That sucks. Like going going to Fulham. That's rough. But they probably outpaid everybody for him. <laughs> they probably they probably were the only team that told PSG we'll cover max wages. <laughs> Um, well, I'm a, I think it's kind of wacky. Went from uh, Real Madrid and Lake Geneva to the Fulham Station. Um, but um, can I can I read this tweet that got two retweets and eight likes from uh, August 25th, 2018? Somebody on Twitter named Cosa said, "Adama Traore, they use bleaching cream. When did he become light skin?" What are you doing? Who said that? Just said. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, that was the, that was the only transfers I saw. A couple, a couple of rumors. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna save the rumor about Depay to Barcelona for now, but like since we kind of started talking about it earlier, might as well get into it. But Falcao is saying that he might want to go to Inter Miami after he's done in Turkey. The, the most beautiful man in, in football. That'd be awesome. Um, Falcon, to me, is an ambassador of the sport. I think he's a sensational role model for so many young Colombian kids. There's just Latin American kids out there who want to have a dream for the sport. I think he's, he's, a, he's a great example to me of a true, true ambassador because everything wasn't always great for him. He had extreme highs and extreme lows. I'll, I'll always talk about this. 2014 World Cup, I was actually really emotional. When Falcon tore his ACL before the tournament, he was trying to make it back. I watched that interview he did that they showed in Portuguese on Global Sports where he talked about he's fighting so hard to be able to make it back to the 14 World Cup, and he didn't. And actually, the sad thing, because he was trying to make it back from his ACL tear, um, and then also along that, it took him like another two, three years just to get back into great form after that, which was really sad. You know, uh, Falcon is, is, is showing you that, you know, he's been at his best. Had the injury that derailed him for a while. Went through a lot of crap with the English media, being at Chelsea and Man U. A bounce back. Had some sensational performances over at Monaco. And, you know, that's good. Good for him. going to Falcao's whole career right now. Okay. You forgot about uh, Porto and Atletico uh, Madrid. I know. I talked about the late of his highs to the low, then back to his highs again when he played good against Monaco. It's too going on right now. Um, what's the name? Um, yeah, I think that'd be cool. I guess he said like, "Oh, um, there's a lot of Colombians in Miami, so it reminds me of home." I'm like, it definitely don't remind you of home, but um, that's cool. That'd be cool. I like. I still like Falcao. Um, another transfer. There's talking about Julian Draxler to Leeds United potentially. Uh, what do you think? Julian Draxler to Leeds United. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't even want. I don't. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to. Fair. 
My answer's I don't want to. I'd rather yeah. him go to Celtic. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be gangster. Celtic is still a, go- a goon team to me. That'd be cooler. I mean, I'm an I'm Irish nationalist, so you know I every, rock with Celtic. Every once in a while, whenever they 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 show Celtic, I don't watch it, but I damn near I, I always took on a highlight because it's always fun seeing the reaction of the crowd in the Celtic game. They be they be turned up all that green and white in there. It looks cool. If you want to watch a really cool movie about the troubles of uh, Belfast in the 70s, there's a movie called 71. 71? Yes, apostrophe 71, as in 1971. Very good, turned-up movie dealing with the troubles of Northern Ireland where there was a civil war in Northern Ireland. And Caesar, let me tell you right now, I was watching that movie. Oh, Oh, it is, okay. Um, I was watching that. I was watching that movie. I'm watching. You know, what I'm saying it's cool. It looked, and then it was like, whoa! And then it's like, all right, it's cool. All right, it's cool. Intense. And all right, cool. And then like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I added it to my list. I will watch that. There's definitely a few of those moments. Really good movie though. And and what the hell am I talking about? That oh, because you brought up Celtic. Um, anyway, I also want to ask you a question. This person's been rumored to Man U pretty much exclusively. But um, what do you think is the best team for Jadon Sancho? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I thought that, like, you know, if Neymar was there or, like, Mbappe, I thought that, like, PSG would be kind of cool for Jadon Sancho. I thought that uh, – uh, uh, I don't think that really Man U is really the team for him because I feel like they have a lot of wingers. Like, even though I know Mar- Martial now plays a, a more of a nine role for them and – I don't even know what the hell Rashford does. I'm be honest with you, like I know people love him. I, I like I don't know what he does. I I was on a Rashford train four years ago. I mean, like how much longer I gotta wait? To be honest with you, how much longer I gotta wait? Um, and also his haircuts with his head his head shape bother me a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like damn, it just seems like every team has a winger now. But it would just I feel like he really should be at a team like that's obviously better than BVB, but where he can be a primary left wing at. And I think that. Any kind of team that would fit in a great role for him in that role would be really good for him. I think that's it'd be nice to see. Like maybe a team that's better than BVB, but he can play a solid left wing minutes. And I don't want him to go back to England. I feel like I feel like he was mostly on the right playing for for BVB. Honestly, he did both. He was just kind of okay. all over the place for them. Yeah, he was originally on the left uh, uh, because it was like the Pulisic thing, and then he moves to the right sometimes. He kind of just he's able to play both, kind of like yeah. Narby. Like Serge and Narby can kind of play both. That's how Jadon Sancho is. Yeah, because because when I was watching BVB when during like the restart, I, like Thorgan would be more on the left, and he'd be more on the right. Yeah, yeah, he was playing on the right in that restart. That's true. Yeah, um, you know what team I I'd like to see him on? Hmm. Real Madrid. That'd be dope. I mean, that'd have been a dope signing rather than um, yeah. I mean, I'm be honest. I still want Real to get a lefty, but that'd be cool if he was there. I mean, that, that's you can get some young lefty, whatever. But like, you but, uh, I mean, yeah, you got a sense, yeah, whatever. But I think it'd be dope that get, if if Bale finally get his loser ass out of there, bring in Sancho, get that English fan base cracking for real. Are we gonna talk about Bale at all? Um. Yeah, I mean that that was the last uh, transfer. I mean, rumor thing. Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna. About... I was about to go in on him, but go ahead. Let you go. No, no, yeah, no. I don't want to skip ahead. No, no, no. Let's do it. Let's do it because it's it's a rumor transfer thing. Yeah, let's do it. Um. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Gareth Bale the talking about Real Madrid is willing to pay the half. Reports. Uh huh. Reports are Real Madrid is telling teams whatever basically that 
They're willing to pay half of his absurd wages to get him out of there. I mean, if you want to talk about support, they're supporting, homie. Uh, don't don't go around after after your Callaway golf sessions talking about how oh they don't want me to they 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 didn't want they they made it hard for me to leave. Sounds like they're doing all they can, buddy. If they're willing to pay wages for some dude they don't want no more, if you're if your former employer is trying to pay for you to get the hell out. That's more support than I can ever imagine. They want you to go. They're like, look, man, we want you. We don't want you to collect dust here. Go collect dust somewhere else off our books. For If it means half of it, sure. If we have to pay $350, we want to pay $110 now, we're down. <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious that anybody with a brain can just know that Gareth Bell is not a good player. Like, once again, for the millionth time, there was no – rumors of Bale at any team these past seasons when he was talking about wanting to leave. Only team that only, and it wasn't even like a specific team in China. They're saying China, like it's one team. Nobody wants Gareth Bale. He adds nothing to the team and he has a bad attitude and I guess he might, if he goes to a team, he might feel like he's entitled to start, which is a, is is ridiculous because he's not even that good. What really they should, it'd be actually good for him to be um, like a role player at Bayern Munich or something like that. Just like let him go there and like come in every once in a while for, for Bayern Munich. He wouldn't be a starter, but at least he'd still be on a big club, you know. Why isn't he going to Leeds? Go to Leeds. You go to Leeds. I mean, that would, I mean, honestly, I mean, not? I don't even know who Leeds has, but I'm sure whoever they have is better than him. Yeah, but, go to Leeds. Maybe you can come off the bench in Leeds, and we'll all, then everybody will see how garbage he is. Yeah. Because the only reason he's getting the love because people are, are thinking of 2014 highlights, and then he's at Real Madrid. He's getting to carry the, the – how he's only being looked at as good as him playing. Yeah, and that too, of course. And we're not talking about the color of the jersey. And, and, and he's only – it's because he's wearing that crest still. But, and he's rocking them training jerseys, and he's doing the, his, his step over ladder drills. But let him go play at Leeds. Let him go play at Fulham over there, and then then you'll start to see when he's not getting burned, or when he is getting burned, how useless he is. And if he's not, great man, live your life, but just go, just go, because I cannot stand another article, another interview. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate that it's a it's a talking point. Even when he gets pulled off in the second, the first half of the the Wales game, there. Asking if it's because of this and this, he's like, "No, he's a full player." From like, "Oh my god, just please get out of here!" Like, it's it, he gets the most annoying buzz, and it's the worst thing ever. Please. I mean, it's really funny because I feel like I've never even seen a, a pundit or anybody talk about how bad he is. I feel like I've never seen a pundit ever be like, "Guys, like he's bad." What are we talking about? The worst thing ever was during last season, before the COVID, when he played like those four or five games, I remember the first half of the season, before pre-COVID, they, he would come in. He, they were, Remember, they were arguing about why he's not playing. He's not playing, not playing. He'd play in a game. The commentators, like Phil Shane and all those guys, would be like, oh, well, ooh, so uh, Gareth Bale featured today. And then – he would make one or two, maybe one play after we did our trackers, maybe one play that was pretty decent or whatever, and they would they would talk about that, but they would never, ever, ever make a comment on the eight other plays where he's either doing bad 
or the rest of the game where he's thumbs up and then ghost him. That's my issue. I'm like, dog, you get the pass of the century. They want to talk about the great some, and the polar example result is Neymar. Neymar will have seven, four or five sensational plays, but they want to talk about the four or three where he gave up the ball and this and this and that. I'm like, other players are held to different standards. He's getting this ultra pass of a lifetime because we all know why. We all know why he's getting this pass, and it's honestly ridiculous. Even Eden Hazard wasn't even getting the, the kind of pass this dude is getting. This is ridiculous. Caesar, literally, they've been talking for like three years about Isco, and oh, Isco doesn't really fit in the team. Well, and Isco this, is probably one of the most abused players in the media ever. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like, like regardless of Isco's playing every match, and I'm like, when he gets on the pitch, he's phenomenal. Gareth Bale does nothing. Uh, nothing. Isco, Isco, who I want to commend a thousand percent for being able to be a team player, taking on different roles on a team, from being a prominent player in, in, in the title run. To Remember, he was a big part of some of the three-peat. He had some amazing goals, amazing assists, to taking lesser roles, to being a, 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 from, a, from, a, from a, a crucial player to a role player position. That's massive. That, 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 that takes a lot to accept sixth man over being a starter. No, but, but, no, but no one gives him love for that. When he comes into the game, it becomes when during the Lopetegui era, ripping into him, ripping into him, all this. Even when it's not his fault he's getting benched or nothing, he's not even making bad comments, everybody's ripping into him. Gareth Bale, who thinks it's funny to cover his face with the N95 mask, is out here getting love and, and people sharing uh, the, the pictures of him, uh, golf, uh, whatever, Wales, Madrid in that order. I just can never forget that day that no one else can do that. No one else is allowed to do that. No one. No one. If Neymar did that, they'd be burning him at the stake. No, no one is allowed to get away with that. That's, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen, and it's funny. It's mad funny that he did it. It's so funny. He goes and does his interview for, for ESPN Golf, and he's, his, his damn crotch line is all on the camera, and he's talking about how, how it's so annoying when people boo him. He gets the pass of the year. So hurry up and send him to, to either the Bouchong Tigers or have him play for, for, for Leeds United so y'all can see the hump of garbage he is. But you know what's going to happen, Bam? The minute he goes there, you know what they're going to go? Oh, to shame Real Madrid wasted his, his youth and his prime. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to start capping and saying that Real Madrid wasted his time. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm just going to say? Well we, well, we were third on the list. I'm sorry. We were the third most important thing. I, I didn't think I was wasting his time. I thought I wanted to make sure golf and Wales came first. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to take his time away from that. Yeah, literally, he never won anything with golf. He never won anything with Wales. He's won with Real Madrid, and in the times they were winning, he was not contributing. He got a he got a final where he got two lucky goals. Come on, dog. His goal was the, his goal was so lucky they fired the goalie. Exactly. Literally. That goalie can never live again. Dog, they got three lucky goals off that goalie. Like the one where Benz, the dude, he threw it and that hit on Benz's leg. Goalie of all time, the Ben, the the. <laughs> that that I I could never wish anything worse than what happened to Cares. I I don't wish that on my worst enemy. That was yeah. the worst day ever, but the best day ever for me. That was so funny. Damn, that was for him. Lordy, that's woo-hoo. yeah. That's disrespectful to Mo Salah. What you did. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but, yeah, Gareth Bale. I mean, I'm, I'm so exhausted talking about Gareth Bale because like, he's so bad. He's, like, not even worth it. It just sucks that 
nobody else does it. I really, I mean, does many does managing Madrid talk about how wacky is or no? Um, managing Madrid kind of does a little bit. I think that like they also do a little. They did also a little, little bit of defending of him too. Um, I think that I think Kean. I think Kean when he writes his articles. I think I don't think they go in all the way. Um, they like to go in about other players and stuff like that, but I don't think they they Terrence him. But they do they do go hard when when he when Bale starts acting up. That's when they go into him. Like when when he starts do, when he did the play golf thing. That's when they were turned up. That's when I started following them. They they wrote some article. They were turned up off him. But other things I could tell their fans like they wrote this whole massive piece about Odegaard. I'm like, can we just relax? Like, no, he hasn't even played a minute for us yet. I know he's very very good. But but he hasn't played a minute in the white though. That was good. So let's see him in the white first. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is with him. Anyway, really quick, let's get into uh, some NBA and some NFL. Jesus. Um, I mean, just you know, what I'm saying we we desert just a just a tiny bit. Um, Why not? The NBA is going on right now. Wait, did the Lakers play right? No. The Lakers played last night versus the Houston Rockets. So the Lakers are up 2-1 on the Rockets. Clippers are up 2-1 on the Nuggets. Um, wait a minute, because they because somebody played tonight. Um, um, the the Milwaukee Bucks are playing, I think, tonight. Oh no no no! Uh, Clippers and Nuggets are playing right now. But no, the Raptors beat the Celtics, so that series is tied three three. And the Heat are playing the uh, – no, the Heat beat the Bucks, So, um, we got a game seven, uh, Boston versus Toronto. Yeah, the, the Heat advanced past the Bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, that was a 4-1 uh, three, three or 4-1 or something like that. 4-1. Um, 4-1. And uh, – The Heat yes. were up 3-0. Who was? The Heat were up 3-0 in that series. Jeez. Um, well, we could – it looks like we might be getting a all-L.A. Conf, Western Conference Finals. That's going to be really dope. Um, that will be the first basketball game I tune into. Um, uh, that's really cool. But I just want to think it's really funny. If you look on Twitter and you look at, like, things about the Clipper, it's, like, always this, like, thing about, like, there's always so many issues, right? Like, all these problems and they're acting like this and this and they're whack and whack. And then you look and then there's all this love for the Lakers except when they lose. And then they start going in on themselves, I guess. And how LeBron's old and washed. But they're both 2-1. I'm like – it's so funny that like Clipper stuff that Clippers are so negative, and then the Lakers one is mostly positive, but they're both two one. It's not like not like the Lakers are Clippers are one and two. Like they're two one. They're both in the same position. It's just really funny. But in LA, uh, West Coast Friends would be really cool because both teams are really good. That'd be fun to watch. Because um, uh, Lord knows I do not want to watch LA Lakers versus Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'm not going to watch that. I didn't watch it when they were back in the mellow days. I'm not going to watch it now. And I can know Bam can't name two Nuggets players right now. He can't name two. Um, he can't name uh, two. Lamar Ellis and Dikembe <laughs> Mutombo. <laughs> Antonio McDice. <laughs> Chauncey Billups and uh, <laughs> McDice and AI. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, Who was it? Uh, Marcus Camby and. Uh, um, yeah, so yeah. That, what do you think about that? Is it whatever? Well, I mean, whatever. I don't really care. I mean, it'll be very whack if the Rockets and Nuggets play each other. That's very whack. Two central time zone states. That'll be so whack. I think it'll be violent if the Clippers win 4-0. It might get violent around here. 
in the in the well nobody cares about the Clippers, dude. Stop. Yeah, stop. but if the Clippers beat the Lakers for oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah. That might be wild. It'll be it. yeah. I'd be I'd might stay home that day. <laughs> that'd be so funny though. If the Clippers won four zero, that'd be so I'd be so wild. I would literally text Hardy every day for the rest of his life. <laughs> like the thing that sucks, I really hate that the Lakers have LeBron. Because I I can't I, I can't like, cheer against LeBron I can't, but like I would love to see the dips sweep the <laughs> Lakers. That'd be so great. Oh, I would love that so much. I'm I'm holding back things because Hardy might listen to this. <laughs> That'd be quite the scene in, in in Los Angeles. They would definitely break all the COVID protocols. Oh, 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 you know what? I'm actually down if LeBron gets injured and then the Lakers. I mean, the Clippers sweep them. I'm down okay, for that. I can't blame LeBron. It won't be his fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, down, I'm, down. I'm, I'm down for that too. I'll take that one. Sorry, yeah. LeBron. Uh, you know, you have, you, you, you'll be okay. You're a great person. I'm sorry, yeah. but you know, take this one for us though. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, in the NFL, NFL starting tomorrow. Ridiculous. A game against the – you know why it, it's creeped up on us? Because they they canceled preseason, that's why. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, and yeah. I, I, they didn't have, like, a real draft. Well, they'd have the draft in April, but, but it, it was, was like, like – It was like a goofy one, right? Well, they, they did, like, Zoom, basically. Yeah, I'm like, I, I didn't watch that. I always get to see, like, the, the – hear that I want to hear the sound effects, the best do part. A, do a handshake for Goodell. Yeah, Goodell, Goodell throwing up all the sets he wants to everybody. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> uh, well, it's like, what, what handshake does Goodell not know? Yeah, <laughs> Goodell repping babies out here and stuff when they're just saying what's up to people. All right. Um, but, yeah, uh, they're starting, well, today for anybody listening on Thursday. But um, Texans versus the Chiefs, which will be featuring the top two paid quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Um, Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, who's the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, also big news coming out of the uh, NFL market. Madden video game will be featuring Colin Kaepernick this season. You can pick up Colin Kaepernick as a free agent. He's ranked the 15th best quarterback in the league, tied with Ben Roethlisberger. And when he scores, he does a Black power fist after he scores in Madden. Man, I'm not going to go in about that lawsuit, but listen. So it, 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 it I just, I want to say something, and this is just being real. I, Please. I don't have a problem with him being in the game. I guess it's fine because at one point I used to get on Madden. They still, they would still have Ultra Cinco and <laughs> like free agency, and he'd be like a, a 71 overall, and I'd sign him every time. Or they'd have Terrell Owens, and I don't care if he's 43, he's getting picked up. That's what I do every time. He's going to be my fifth slot receiver, and I'm going to have a great time, okay? Like, that's what I'm about, for sure, when I used to play the game. But how the hell did he get nine rating points better since the last Madden he was played in? When he was in Madden, when he was on the Niners, he was like a 75 overall. How is he 81 now? How did he get better five years off or four years off? That's an extremely impressive. Because um, Black Lives Matter, that's because why. Because Black Lives Matter, and it's a video game, y'all. Um, sure. I really hope that every single online tournament picks him up and just abuses people. That'd be great. Um, so that's cool. Um, the really cool thing is if he got to play on a team, that'd be funny. That'd be way better. But sure, we'll take him in a video game. Dog, this is random as hell, and uh, the, the show's basically over. But I ended up on something on Twitter. Um, it was some, like um, – 
like Adidas ad for Patrick Mahomes and it was saying like, oh, you know, we're going to be committed to change and making the world better. It didn't say anything like racial or political, but obviously because he's like black and it's like, you know, it says anything positive, hella comments are like, wow, Adidas went political on us. Oh my God, I'm getting rid of my Adidas. Oh my God, first Nike, now Adidas. And Caesar, literally there's people in there like, what's the only non-political shoe I can wear? And people are like, oh, I got Brooks. Nobody said Brooks. Nobody God. said Brooks. They're like, oh, I went and got some Brooks because they're not political. I was like, are you that crazy? Like, you, you went to go to all Velcro Brooks that, that, that your local, uh, uh, your local yeah. lawn bowler wears? You got some Brooks? They still make those? Like, Caesar, it you... cost more than $6. <laughs> you went from, like, Nikes and Adidas to, like, I'm so committed, I'm going to go rock some Brooks now. You couldn't even go and buy some fake brand shoes, like at Target. You had to go buy Brooks. Target got all kind of fake shoes. You couldn't <laughs> buy some no-namers? You bought some Brooks? I couldn't believe it, dog. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it, it, it really baffles me how hard people will go they just they just really need to be committed to being anti anti whatever i mean adidas never even makes adidas and nike didn't even really say they just say almost the words like we're strong together blah 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 blah, blah. but they didn't never said like it's essential that police stop killing black people. If they said it like, God damn, whoa, <laughs> hey, yo, what are you doing? You, <laughs> damn, you guys are just don't care about them shareholders because they all fund police departments. But okay, man. <laughs> Literally, the biggest name at Adidas is a right wing Republican named Kanye West. Yeah, and I did. I did watch his Nick Cannon interview. I was going to tell you that in text, and I did watch it. I watched the part two recently. Yeah, um, that's where he talked about Harry Tubman. Literally, the biggest name at Adidas is a right-wing Christian evangelical Republican. Literally, he's the biggest name at Adidas. So please don't talk to me about uh, these people getting uh, can't talk about your views and stuff. He's literally an anti-everything good right-wing anti-left Republican Christian. Yeah, who works for a German shoemaker called Adidas. Right. Anyway, episode 169, we made a podcast. Go ahead. No, go ahead. The episode's over. Bye. Uh, we made a podcast.com. I made a... Whoa, man. This dude right here. <laughs> I really hope those tabs are, are, are kosher, man. Because you got your whole tab showing. It's all good. It's all good. good. (laughs) Anyway, please go on YouTube so you can see the Himma Bleach. Can we make that the episode title? Himma Bleach? No, we can't. Really? How about, how about, uh, we like, we just write something inconspicuous and just put a picture of a bleach bottle. Caesar, can we make it Himma Bleach? Oh man, it was just like when you want to do that episode and you want to call an extorting. Yeah. Caesar, can we please do him a bleach? I'm, it's gonna be H I M. Can we picture me? Photoshopping <laughs> this. I'm gonna Photoshop my face in this group. It's gonna be H I M A B L E A C bleach. 
Can you yeah, do that? Yeah, you're to tear down the, the foundation of the show. I'm down. The Caesar is something good. This, this is what the people want. They just don't know it yet. Find a picture of these dudes bleached as a cover. Please do that and put yourself in there, please. Okay, I'm gonna put a picture of me one in the previous and uh, before and after also. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst soccer show yet the best one of all time. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, we made a podcast. Holler.